It's time now to get ready for yet another Arizona Coyotes home match as they as they host the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to talk about this game. Can the Arizona Coyotes topple down one of the best? We're going to ask answer that question on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock on Lockdown Coyotes. We've got a great show. It is preview time, Carl. Coyotes versus Lightning tonight at 7 p.m. right here in Arizona at the Mullet Arena. Uh, first time... The Lightning to visit the mullet, and let's put it this way. Well, you know, like the, the Coyotes, since our mullet arena episode of talking away the night to the place, have faltered down, but are better, much better at home than they are on the road. Sure. Um, which is interesting because the Coyotes had a pretty successful road trip. Uh, so if they can carry that momentum over, that'd be great. It should be said that the Chicago Blackhawks, the Seattle, or the St. Louis Blues, and the Nashville Predators are not the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, together, they could vulture on into the Tampa Bay Lightning, maybe. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one, you know, especially with just the pure talent that Tampa Bay has. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can go ahead and probably just name – Five people, you know, five players right at the top of your head of who's who's to watch out for for Tampa. It's just that dangerous. Yeah. And and they've lost a couple of pieces from when they had back-to-back Stanley Cups, but they're still an incredibly skilled team. 100%. Um, So we'll see how the Coyotes can hold it together. Um, You know, we're still in this other question mark of, you know, what's the Coyotes' defense going to look like with Jake Kachikrin still held out? Yeah. Um, for those of you who haven't been following, he's going to continue to be scratched until something happens. Sure. Um, <laughs> the question is, when will that something happen? But, um, but yeah, it's this game might be ugly. Yeah. I mean, Chick runs out. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Shane Gossespierre has started skating again. He is not going to be playing today, but maybe coming up soon. Um, and that really kind of leaves the Coyotes, who already didn't have the best defense, just playing really, really short. Uh, but, you know, times like that, you just gotta simplify your game, especially if you're a defenseman. Like maybe not try so much offense. Maybe just kind of like hang back, be a little bit more conservative, kind of see how it goes. It remains to be seen whether or not that's a good strategy against the Lightning, though. 
I mean, that's kind of a job that you want to kind of expect out of your center, right? Yeah. You know, the center is, yes, you know, he is a forward, but can can they, you know, jump back quickly and, you know, help in case the defense collapses? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's kind of going to be the job for everyone. Like, just make sure that you're not. Like, especially after the last game that the Coyotes and the Lightning played earlier in the season. Like, you can maybe expect a repeat of that. Especially because the Coyotes started by going up to 2-0 and then just fell behind and, and saw their opponent take over. Absolutely. Um, it's, you know, I still think regardless, we're probably going to expect a fun game um, because it's at the moment. Um, sure. And I think I'm not sure, but like I'm trying, I'm trying to think back. Have we had, had any like boring games at the moment? We've had bad games for the Coyotes sake, but like any like boring games at not- the moment? Not especially, no. And and just the way that the Coyotes have played all season, where they, you know, they don't give up. They, the third period comebacks that we see the Coyotes showcase, they are always very fun to watch. So party at Coyotes for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of failed comeback attempts, but but they try, and, and that trying makes it a little bit more interesting. And it goes back to what we've been talking about, you know, over the course of this entire season, that this Coyotes team is just a lot more competitive in games, um, despite still being a bad team. Yeah. I mean, they're they're more used to the system. They have some good players like, you know, Schmaltz, Keller. They're having great seasons. Uh, Lawson Krause, we talked about. Uh, on yesterday's episode, having a really good season. Um, they're getting some good goaltending from Vimelka, and even Ingram has proven to like be a more stabilizing force. So there's a lot that's going on. Just like overall, like when you look at the Lightning versus the Coyotes, it is it is kind of night and day. The Coyotes have one player, Keller, with 50 points. Uh, the Lightning have three players with over 50 points. So just kind of shows the different skills that we're looking at. Plus, if you go ahead and, you know, it's weird to put, you know, talent and talent across teams on, on this scale, you know, compared to one another. But we're going to do it anyways. We, we put Clayton Keller right next to Braden Point. Like, is that? Like, yeah, I love Keller and he's great. But Braden Point has been phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, you could say the same about like, hey, why don't you put, uh, you know, Hayton next to Stamkos? I think Hayton is developing into a fine player. He's not a a Stamkos level. Uh, he probably will not be at a Stamkos level. Uh, I, I don't think that that is his destiny. But you know, the Coyotes are a growing team, so. It is not really fair to anyone to compare them to back-to-back Stanley Cup winners from yeah. not too long ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're going to continue to preview this game. Arizona Coyotes versus Tampa Bay Lightning at the Mullet Arena, 7 p.m. tonight. So very, very shortly uh, from now, 
Uh, we are going to get to our uh, keys to the game, our players to watch out for, as well as our FanDuel picks of the game. All in a, a little bit, but first I want to you know, just take a step back and hear from our sponsors. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now the perfect time to download FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Down, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained, you know, and everything in between. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a, for a chance at bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet on up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more fanduel the official sports betting partner of the nba so let's continue this episode of locked on coyotes as we discuss arizona versus tampa bay carl uh, let's start off with players to watch out for. Uh, we kind of mentioned some players in that, you know, in that first segment, you know, kind of when I when we were saying, nah, not fair to come to compare players. But sure. let's let's go ahead and talk about players to watch out for on both sides because, um, you know, we're at this point in which we know who the role, you know, who the uh, difference makers are for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, on certain games, and there are players who have been a lot more consistent on being those on those different make difference makers. So, who do you got? Uh, one player that I think that we don't necessarily talk about as much, uh, Matias Michelli. Uh, I think he definitely has a chance of having a big impact. He had uh, primary assists on both Kraus goals against the Predators. Uh, and has three assists in his last four games. You know, just absolutely love to hear Michelli's name back again because ever since he's coming back from his injury, it's just like, you know, you wonder what kind of an impact a player is going to do when coming back from an injury, right? Um, And especially on a, you know, a player that young, sometimes it's like, oh, it might take, you might take a few steps, but, he kind of came back in and stepped into a decent, decent role almost immediately back after having more than a month off. Yeah, he is really good. He is definitely one of the quieter uh, players that we've seen. Uh, gets most of his points as assists. He's really gelling well with Lawson Kraus. I would like to see him, you know, in the next <laughs> couple of years, take a more prominent role, maybe get those goal numbers up. But you know, for right now, he's he's doing he's doing solid, especially like you said, after returning from an injury. Yeah. Another, another thing I want to uh, you know I, pay attention to is you know just see what kind of other role um, some of these other players are going to be. Um, look at like Nick Bustag, for example. Um, because is very much as a has made been a difference maker for the Arizona Coyotes, and also has been a name that's been churned up as a potential you know uh, trade asset for the Coyotes yeah. because because of that because of how well he's been playing. Um, and, I and think, 
his contract, which is less than a million dollars. Uh, yeah. That is definitely making it easier for him to be bandied about. Yeah. Buxet's having a, a great season. Um, and just his five on five play is next level. He's been phenomenal. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see like if he keeps playing as well as he does, what kind of value the Coyotes are going to get back from it. Because we know the Coyotes are going to be selling a lot. Um, we talked about Chikrin, um, but, you know, and a little bit of got spare earlier, but like, you know, Bukestad, we mentioned his name a little bit, but really, we were just like, okay, we haven't really thought too much about what kind of value he's going to get back. That's going to be for another show, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I do also think there is value in retaining Bukestad and extending him uh, just because you need veteran guys around uh he seems to have found like a good scenario a good system that works for him uh the carriers are going to need to start turning things around sooner or later so maybe he is worth more to the team now than he is for like a pick but yeah as you said we'll discuss that later yeah absolutely uh how about on the uh, tampa bay side who you're watching out for i mean He's not really the same kind of level of a Bugstad or a Michelli, but Kucherov is a player that I don't think anyone should ever take their eyes off of. Uh, started the comeback for the Lightning last night against the Avalanche with his 21st of the season. I think he comes into today's game with a ridiculous point streak. It is. 11 games he has had a point in all of his last 11 games that is just insane oh absolutely um i'm trying to bring yeah he's what is he right now 78 points right now yeah that is ridiculous which i mean like there are a lot of big names with the lightning i i wouldn't necessarily think that he would be the one you know out in front, I mean, you know, the top, like as as you mentioned, three players from from the Lightning are over fifty points. And like, if you are anyone who follows the NHL pretty closely, um, just knows those three as Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos. Like, I don't yeah. think any it's uh, anyone surprised that those are the three. Uh, and if you thought that one of them was going to be like, you know, anybody else, like then good on you for knowing those players, but also like, are you, have you been following closely enough? Yeah. yeah. And Kucherov is definitely a, a good one. I, I don't, you know, know if he necessarily has the same name recognition for, for the casual fan as like a Stamkos um, or even a point, but mm-hmm. you definitely should know his name back to back hundred point seasons a couple of years ago. And he is on pace for another one this year. Yeah, and he was also the one that uh, that wouldn't take crap from any of the reporters when asking about the Lightning not winning real championships because of the shortened years. But I, I do not remember that, but good on him. That is definitely not like a question you should be asking an athlete. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, I love it, though. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I, I was going to mention though, Braden point, just because if you look at 
age wise and talent wise, like he is like, we're going to see this kid for a long time. Yeah, the, the Lightning are a, a stacked team, like we said. And uh, Point is no slouch either. Uh, he just doesn't have that 11-game uh, point streak. Uh, like, he was held pointless against the Dallas Stars. What a loser. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> uh, one, one thing I do want to mention out, one of the players that uh, does currently play for uh, Tampa Bay um coyotes fans will know him on in a more maybe negative way but uh cory perry ah uh, i forgot perry was with the the lightning uh i he i believe i remember like when the coyotes played i was like oh that's where cory perry is and then like nope just instantly forgot yeah he's the kind of player that is like he's forgettable until he does something that you're gonna, that's gonna take you off. Yeah, he, he's one of those kind of players. Uh, like I said, the Lightning played Vasilevsky last night, so I'm kind of curious to see who they start. Uh, I do want to point this out though. Brian Elliott has a 3.14 goals against average. That could make a Just, difference. I mean, it's a nice pie goal per, goals again. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. Gotta love it. Anyways, though, um, keys to the game. Keys to the game. Um, just kind of don't let the lightning come back. If you get an early lead, that'd be a key. Uh, definitely avoid penalties. You do not want to give the Tampa Bay Lightning any kind of power play. That's just dumb. Um, and I would say go all out. They have two days off before they head out on the road. Might as well just empty the tank tonight. Do it, yeah. Give it, give it your hundred percent all. I mean, you should be doing it most of the games, anyways. Um, and you know, it's the best. The you know the best kind of term I'm looking for. Um, yeah, but key, yeah, keep your you know, yeah, keep keep having their foot kept on the gas from the from the first puck drop to the end of the horn. Like, I mean. On the road, they played three games in four days. So you got to imagine there's some level of like kind of like energy preservation there. But you're going to be going home to your own bed. You're going to be eating your own food. Like you could just give it 110, like leave nothing to chance, especially against a team like the Lightning. You want to go down fighting against a big one. Feed off the energy from the moment. We know how loud it gets in there. So feed off of it as much as you can. Absolutely. Anyways, we're going to get to our FanDuel picks of the game in just a minute. But first, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for stars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And if you're in Arizona right now, that is less of an issue. It's been really cold lately. I know when I've gotten my summer built bars, like to keep them in the fridge, don't even need to worry about that now. It's just cold enough as is. And I'm not sure how Built Bar does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better 
is they're healthy with 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been telling you that you can order Built Bars on Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart today. For me, just a couple of blocks up. You could walk up to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You could pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. So let's now get to our FanDuel picks of the game, Carl. Arizona Coyotes enter into tonight's game as point-and-a-half underdogs at minus 122. No surprise No, no surprise. Um, with plus 202 on the money line, minus 250 if you decide to bet on the Lightning. Total points set to six and a half. Mm, six and a half. Uh, last time that these two teams met, it was a 5 3 Lightning win. Um, I kind of picture it being about the same. Uh, let's let's make it a little bit more offense. Let's go with 6 4 Lightning. 6-4 Lightning. That is a really good that is a really good um score. I would also go probably around the same. Let this one go over. I think the you know, a lot of these signs are telling us to go over, especially if the, you know, when you mentioned the um the goals against average or Brian Elliott, um yeah. should he be should should he be starting in net tonight? Um the fact that and, Tampa Bay played last night potentially gives the Coyotes some opportunity. And, and Arizona's but it's offense still Tampa is, Bay, so Tampa Bay is going to be scoring a lot because that offense yeah. is, is absolutely brutal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, these are two teams where, like, you know, normally I'm not going to say the Coyotes have great offense, but they've had respectable offense lately. Mm-hmm. So maybe that trend continues, especially at home. But you just you just can't count out Tampa Bay. So both of us are saying take the over. Now here's a question for you: Are you just going to go straight money line for the Tampa Bay Lightning, or are you going to take the spread for the Lightning and give them, and just do that and just you know pretty confident they're going to take those points? I don't know. Uh, I'm predicting six four, but the Coyotes do have a tendency to make things interesting. Uh, they they have a a chance of pushing games into overtime as we saw uh, in two of their matchups on the road. So I'm not I'm not sure. I think I would just go with the over. I would avoid anything else. Uh, so you're just betting the over. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm betting goals are scored. Who scores those goals? I'm not sure. I will I will take the over, um, but. I'm also going to say bet on the money line. It's minus 250 for Tampa Bay, so it's like not going to make you a whole lot if you decide to bet on it. But I think it's a safe bet that you could probably make. Uh, Is is there an option to bet on who has a a goal? Because I would definitely say like put some money on Keller or Schmaltz. So there is an anytime goal scorer option. Yes, right here on FanDuel. I'm looking at it. Um, Clayton Keller has a uh, plus 186 on any time a goal score. Schmaltz plus 198. Um, if you bet on any of the top three lightning players, point is plus 114. Stamkos is plus 128. And Kucherov is plus 136. 
What about uh, Kraus or Bukestad? Kraus is plus 225. And Bukestad is plus 340. That might be one uh, one, one to take on. Like, yeah. it's a low-risk bet you could probably make, and you can you know, make a decent amount of change back. Yeah. I mean, Bukestad doesn't score at the same level as, you know, a Kraus or a Keller or even a Schmaltz lately. But he does generate some decent offense. And I imagine he's going to get maybe... Uh, a favorable, you know, matchup or two. Absolutely, and let's put it this way: if you spent ten bucks on it. That's thirty-four bucks. Like yeah. you win. So that's a that's a good return. It is a good return. I'm not gonna say guarantee we we'll take that, but not a bad like not a bad pick if you're willing to get a little risky. Yeah, definitely a riskier pick, but you know. I don't want to. Uh, I I usually feel confident that that Bukestad is going to have a good game. Not always that he's going to have a goal. He usually surprises me, but usually a good game. Absolutely. Uh, any final thoughts you want to do on tonight's game before we close things off? Uh, I I am very excited to see this one. Uh, I think the the one game back before heading on the road again always makes for an interesting situation. Like I said, we got a tired Tampa Bay team, a rusted Coyotes who can go all out. That's a recipe for a fun matchup. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere. You get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked on Coyotes. On Instagram at Locked On Coyotes and on Twitter at L O underscore Coyotes. And personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Carl is at Carl Pavlock FFH. And back with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyote Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!